All right, y'all. I want to start this episode off with a trigger warning. If you're squeamish, you might want to look away. <laughs> Last time, our intrepid heroes charged off into the desert trying to find the people who were stolen from Hell's Crater. While out in the desert, they survived a stampede and found themselves at the opening to some sort of underground cave or tunnel. I don't know, but they headed down in there and got themselves caught. And that is where we're going to start this episode. Griffiths, there's that strange noise. And then all of a sudden, it's torches lighting around you. And you just hear this deep voice. Now, Sheriff, please step inside. And as your eyes adjust to the now lit room, you see that it is ringed with people, staring. Half of them with looks of what seems to be almost hunger in their eyes. Many in different states of waste, a couple that look fairly normal. And you hear that same voice say, Friends, make our sheriff feel welcome. And a group of four of these individuals starts to move towards you. One of them has some rope. One of them steps forward and says, On your knees. Io and Xavier, you see this flare of lights up ahead of you, and you hear some low rumbling speech. You can't really make out what's happening down there. Uh, but then you hear somebody call out down the hall, uh, Hey, preacher, outlaw. We need you both to come in quietly so we can describe the situation to you. Uh, Io turns to Xavier, um, just kind of like looking and feeling puzzled, and is like trying to like collect his thoughts and goes, Did you hear a voice just now giving instruction? Uh, as far as instructions, yes, there was a, a voice coming from over yonder. Told us to come quiet. Do you recognize it? No, sir. Don't say I do then we don't have much of a reason to offer it our trust. Wasn't planning on doing that anyway. Don't trust much. What were you planning on doing? Shooting first, asking questions later, mostly. I suppose that was a foolish question. I, I could have surmised that. <laughs> Can we... You said the torches lit up, right? Or is that just for Griffiths? So... Griffith sees the torches. Okay. What you just saw is like, if you're standing at the end of a really long, dark hallway and somebody turns a light on, but it's like around a corner, right? So you just see a glow that has come to light maybe, I don't know, 40 feet in front of you. I will not deceive you. I'm unclear on what to do here. You are more seasoned in adventuring than I am. Then here's what we're going to do. You're going to stand and walk behind me, and I'm going to walk forward with my gun out, and whomever decides to stop us is going to have a really, really bad weekend. Can I run the notice check? You may. Nine on a <laughs> d12. Okay. Uh, so... What are you specifically looking for? Is this a notice to try to, like, Fucking hear things up ahead? Anything. Yeah, to hear something up okay. ahead, notice something out of place, anything I can do 
to <laughs> give Xavier more information before he shoots the first thing we walk into. Okay, so what you notice is that you didn't hear anything behind you and you're pretty certain that if you ran right now you and Xavier could get out up ahead okay up ahead you are you see the light you see that it's pretty bright and as you and Xavier start to move forward you have that eerie feeling in your gut like like you know like you know whenever you are in a dark room right but you just have this feeling that there's something watching you right it's not so much that something's watching you there's something waiting for you and Io like in your gut you know that and it feels menacing you feel scared. And again, I don't know if that's a feeling you're used to. I'm just gonna go ahead and cast protection on myself real quick. <laughs> give, 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 see if I can give myself a good old fashioned boost in my my, my, my toughness and my armor here. <laughs> just looking for a morale safe. boost mostly. <laughs> I, I'm looking for a, a, a don't get cut in half boost. So I gotta roll my weird science for that. Oh my god, I aced it. Oh, fuck me. Okay, cool. So, I, oh god, the relief that came over my body. So my toughness was a five with protection active with a with a with an ace roll. Uh, I get a plus four bonus, so now I'm sitting at a nine. And I right. and I do that extremely quietly on myself, just clutching my 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 holy symbol as I do it. Io and Xavier are slowly approaching the room where Griffiths is currently. Griffiths, as these four people approach you, clearly with the plan of binding you, I would like for you to also roll me a notice check. Dirty six. All right. You notice that there are amongst this group of people who are all watching who clearly have sort of ill content um, there are four people in the center of the room who are currently bound and kneeling with their heads down and you are assuming those are the captives who were taken from the town okay how t how like big this is a large, like the room. This is a large room. You're talking about maybe like 60 feet in diameter. Height. Pretty tall. You can't see the roof. The torches don't light it. Okay. Yeah, my first instinct would be to take up, just take up off the ground. Okay. You're oh, going yeah, to. You fly. Yeah. <laughs> take off fly. Where are you going? Are you going straight up just to get above it, but you're kind of like waiting to adjust the situation, or are you trying to get out? I'm just going up, uh, and while I'm going up, I'm going to go ahead and draw one of my pistols. Alright, as you do that, as you take off, you fly up, you pull one of your pistols, you're looking around, you're outnumbered. I mean, there are probably 40 of these people 
standing around you in this room. But you see the person who was talking. And it's a man, if you can call him that. He looks desiccated. His, his face is like shrunken in. He looks like a skeleton with skin stretched across it. And he's wearing a hood that's pulled up over, but he has it pushed back a bit, just so you can see his completely bald head. And he looks up at you, and he gets this smile, but there's no mirth in his eyes. And he says, Now, where are you going, Sheriff? Are you going to leave your townsfolk here? You came all this way for them. You might as well stay and see what happens next. No, I'm just trying to get away from your ugly ass. <laughs> well, that is not very kind. But it is, uh, it's your lucky day, Sheriff. Because there's still a chance for you to make it out of here. You're not the one that I need tonight. Oh, yeah? Who's, who's the one that you need tonight? One of the friends that you brought with you. And I imagine they'll be in here oh, any second. That's our cue. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier listening outside the door like, hold on. <laughs> the dramatic irony has to be palpable before we can enter. Okay, you hear that. You're listening. You hear that. This is your moment. How do you dramatically enter the room? All right. I would um, open up my satchel and I would kind of be holding a bundle of dynamite. How far is the leader from the townsfolk? So the townsfolk are in the very center of the room. So when you walk in, they'll be about 30 feet from you. This okay. man is standing maybe like 20 feet behind them, closer to the back wall. Fuck. And you said there's 40 people kind of just around? Thereabouts. Probably about 40 people. That's that a big small number. Ah, uh, and I can only throw these about 12 feet. Shit. So, okay, so so Io's gonna see you reach for the dynamite and kind of, like, put his hand over your hand and be like, I do not mean to be rude or intrude on your planning, but perhaps we can use that for when we have secured all the innocent people. Fine. I would kind of pull my rifle off my back then because it's got a, long, a longer range than dynamite does anyway and it works out just fine <laughs> I'm mad that I don't get to blow people up but I'm glad that I can shoot a man in the face so can he see us uh I mean have you entered the room not yet no this is before he bursts in <laughs> I don't think we're gonna you, be bursting like it's a it's an open cavern assume, right yeah you would assume that he can't see under that assumption <laughs> I would get set up in the dark to try to get a shot off on this guy from, from long range. Just let me know when you're taking the shot. Okay. Need to find one of my other dice. There it is. Can I... We're underground. I'm assuming... I'm assuming there's dirt. There is. Could I use my wings to cause a kind of, like, dust cloud situation. I want you to roll me an athletics skill check. I got a five. Griffiths, you start kicking up this dust. And you are um, 
I will say that the area around you in a fairly large bubble is starting to get a little more difficult to see. You are obscuring the ground around you. It's not covering the whole room or anything like that, but it is definitely providing some cover and the uh, hostiles around you are kind of covering their eyes and having a hard time seeing. And you hear the man say to you, Now, you just need to calm down. I'm sure we can figure this out. I have a very strange and very specific question to ask. Okay. <laughs> Between... So it's a straight line, me to person, if you are talking about a rifle shot, right? Yes. So between me and the man, I'm assuming since uh -huh. there's 40 people around them, it would be an opening in the room where, of course, Griffiths could walk in and get entrapped, then the correct. hostages, then the man, right? You are correct. Yes. So there are no host there are no people apart from the hostages between me and man? Correct. That's what I like to hear. Okay, um, so Xavier in his mind would be wishing that there would be some possible way to get the hostages out of the fray so that he could just kind of blast these motherfuckers to smithereens. His words, not yes. mine. Um, <laughs> as he's wishing this, essentially he would be casting havoc without thinking about it directly in front of the hostages to kind of push them back towards us. Okay. Uh, describe for the listeners what Havoc is going to do. Havoc. The trappings are considered a whirlwind, chaotic poltergeists, or a repulsion field. This ability creates chaos and mischief for all those within its area of effect, hurling debris and rivals in all directions. Okay. So, where are you... Are you so okay when you come in? Mm -hmm. You can see there's like a whirlwind of dust, and because Griffiths walked into the room, was approached by these people, mm -hmm. and then flew straight up. Mm -hmm. So you probably can't immediately put eyes on Griffiths because mm -mm. she's now in the air. I can't see But shit. you can see that there are people that are kind of like uh, confused, and there's like kind of a whirlwind happening. So where are you uh, placing this havoc spell? So in, in, my, in my brain, the room is like guy at the middle who's doing all the taunting, hostages, semicircle around them. Yes. Like with the hostages directly in the middle and then big empty space and nothing. I'm putting it between uh -huh. the hostages and the man so that the hostages are pushed towards me and Io. Okay. Big brain. Uh, roll me a... So your caster check, though... Because you are not a caster, nope. but for the, the purposes of this spell, uh, I will allow you to make... I like this as like a either a spirit or a vigor thing for you. I'm going to say vigor on this one. He would just be just gritting his teeth and just trying his best to be like, God damn, there's got to be some way to get them over here. I mean, Griffith's already got that tornado going. Let's see. Six on a D eight and a three on a D six. All right. So when this happens, you set off this chaotic burst in this area and you see that some of the less important uh, NPCs kind of, they just start to scatter, pushing up back against the wall. The man there 
You see him now. His eyes are cast upwards. He's looking at Griffiths. He looks down towards you and that same smile but not is on his face. And he backs up and you see that the hostages, they, like I said, are on their knees. They're bound. They try to stand up and they fall and they're trying to scoot towards you, but running is difficult for them because they are bound currently. But you are causing all kinds of chaos in this room. Griffith, you see this happening below you. Ayo, what are you doing? In the confusion, I want to use the cover of the dust and the knowing fact that Xavier's covering with his rifle to go in there and escort the hostages out. Okay. Io, you dash into the room, and uh, because I you, say I say they recover me. You got Overwatch. Because you are an android, I will say that the dust cloud and the chaos and stuff like that is a little easier for you to deal with. You have like robot eyes and shit. You can see through the dust. It's fine. As you make your way towards the hostages, though. This man who is standing there says, <laughs> Preacher, finally, the man I've been waiting to see. Why don't you just hold on a minute? Maybe we can make a deal for those hostages. You are also the person I wanted to see. I do not think you realize the severity of the situation you find yourself in. Oh, enlighten me. I cast fear. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm, I'm casting fear on this guy, and this power causes overwhelming dread and horror. Uh, the affected make a fear roll. Uh, extras who are fail, extras who fail, are panicked and wild cards roll on the fear table. Okay. I'm assuming you know what that means for yes, you, Leah. Yes, I but, actually no. have it pulled up right now because I was going to have you roll in the fear table shortly but we will cool. start with him doing it does it say how i <laughs> set the um the dc for this is it your is it something related to you or do i do it um if the power is cast with a raise the fear roll is at negative two and wild cards add plus two to fear table results so it depends on what i roll okay let's see otherwise it, it doesn't specify for me <laughs> That's a weird science roll. 11 on a d12. And for the record, the way Io casts fear is uh, he, he lifts up his eye patch, and this blinding, radiating green light comes out of it. This is something they built into him just in case he needed it. And it just like flashes a horrible green light. Kind of think of it like Scarecrow from Batman. Just like injecting like horror and fear and like some kind of gas into its target. This happens and you see the man throw a hand up over his eyes, almost trying to cover them. And he stumbles back a bit. And when he looks back up at you, there's no smile on his face anymore. He looks a little distracted almost but offhandedly he says aren't you tired 
Aren't you tired of being born and living and sacrificing yourself over and over again? No. You have a moment to act while he is, uh, distracted. Well, I don't have a lot of, uh, attacking things, uh, but I do have a friend who's an angry lizard with a gun. Hey, that's me. <laughs> I, I, I give Xavier a signal. Oh, what is the signal? But, Oh, you know, it's an audio medium, so it can be whatever I want. Uh, I, I kind of, like, raise my hand up a little bit, and, like, you can see, like, a little tiny orb of light glow in my palm, and I raise it up so that Xavier can see it through the dust, knowing he's good to fire. Cheers. I'm going to shoot. All right. Uh, take a shot. Six on a six. That's a raise. Let's go. <laughs> and a four. Uh, you hit him. Let's go. Okay, so the Colt Patterson Model 36 has 2d10 for damage. Let's take a look. That is 13. You hit him, like, right here in the shoulder. It rocks him backwards. He actually hits the ground, and he's laying there for a moment, moaning in pain, kind of writhing. You're not sure if he's mortally wounded or not. Io, I'm assuming you're taking this moment to start trying to free one of the hostages. Yeah, now that he's uh, uh, prone, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm going to start taking the escorting the hostages out, kind of walking up to them, introducing myself like, Hello, friend, it looks like you require assistance. I am Icarus Olber's local pastor. Please follow me to safety. Uh, please roll me a D4. Why? For what? It's important. <laughs> I rolled a four on a four, motherfucker. Why do you keep rolling? So all four of these people are members of your flock. These are all people who know you. Uh, and so these people trust you. And I will say, I was going to say that's going to take turns, like one turn each to untie them. But fuck it. They trust you. So you can get two each round. You untie cool. two of them. Right. I bring, I, I, I assume they're, they're limping over. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I bring them to where Xavier is and hide them behind him. <laughs> okay. I am very large. Perfect. Griffiths, you're seeing this happen. Uh, Io has saved two of the hostages. The man who's been talking is on the ground. There is some chaos, but you see that some of these other infected are starting to grab weapons and are getting ready to fight back. What are you doing? I'm going to go ahead and draw the other pistol and start firing on them. Okay. More guns! More guns! <laughs> that, no, it's a tip. I'm, I'm actually sweating. <laughs> <laughs> it's been going too well for too long. <laughs> okay. That is an 8 on an 8. 8, 9, 10. Total for 1. 6 on a 6. What? <laughs> Seven total for the other one. All right. So only the first one hits, but roll me damage. Five, six, seven, eight. So with that headshot, bang, one of these infected who was going to grab like a, uh, like a pitchfork 
somewhere to come stab Io is now dead. <laughs> Gunshot wound to the head. So, we are going to draw some cards to determine our initiative order going forward. Xavier, you're first. It is time to do what my god has built me to do. <laughs> I'm gonna start swinging. Let's go. I'm just gonna kind of charge on in there and punch the first cultist I see. Let's do it. You rush into the room. And uh, I'm assuming you're trying to clear the way for Io to get the hostages. So Precisely. you're just going to run in and start trying to keep a bubble around them. Pretty much, yeah. A bubble as long as my fucking arm span is. <laughs> Let's do it. That is a six on a six. Holy shit. Ah, and a three. That's fine. All right. So nine. Nine total. All right. You hit. Okay. So then the damage is my strength plus a d6, which is a d8 and a d6 together. Eight on a d8. I am not shitting you. I promise. I swear to God. Leah is going to actually kill us for reals <laughs> in real life. And a four. Okay. <laughs> Oh no, this is the part of the game where I let you guys think you're winning. Uh, you knock ah. one out cold. Just clock. Right hook. Yeah, just clock. Uh, are you going to take a second swing? I'm just going to keep swinging until their faces are gone or my knuckles are bleeding. Oh no. <laughs> uh, the highest is a four on a d6 on the second one. Alright, so that one unfortunately misses. As you swing around after knocking somebody out cold and you go to swing, they kind of dodge. Next up is Io. Again, not a fighter, so I'm just going to try and get the other two uh, hostages if, if, if I can. Which you can. You rush back in, you untie them, and you start making your way back out. Uh, Griffiths. Um, so, I'm not worried about Xavier. My eyes are on Io, um, and firing upon anybody who comes out. Alright, let's see it. Keep firing. That is just a six on a D8 for one. It's an eight on a D8. Eight on a D8. 16 plus 5. Get him, Griffiths, get him! <laughs> yeah, the first one misses, but the second one hits. <laughs> That's a funny scene to imagine the first guy be like, ha ha, and see his buddy's head get blown up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ha, you bet you Oh, God, <laughs> Steve! That is a 6 on a d6. I roll again when there's a raise yeah. for damage, right? We all loaded our dice, Leah, yeah, we have to tell you. Yes. Sorry. It's fine. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, plus the three from the rays. Fourteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Uh, headshot. Bam. This guy's head explodes like a jar full of jelly. Just, you know? Uh, and at this point, I am going to have them, the people in the area, I'm going to roll a fear check for some of these uh, NPCs because... They're watching some horrific shit happen to their friends. Alright. So. 
You watch as Griffith hits this person square in between the eyes. Their head explodes. You have uh, Xavier out here knocking people out. You have all this havoc and the dust and everything's going on. And five more of these cultists take off running. Io, you've gotten the four hostages to the mouth of this cave. What are you telling them? Are they waiting for you? Are you escorting them out? Or are you telling them to run? Uh, so I was going to look at them and go, are you able to run? You see, two of them are kind of shell-shocked. They're not, they don't look like they're really understanding words or speech at this point in time. But there's one person, uh, an older woman, probably in her early 60s, who seems like she's got it together. And she's like, I, I, I can try to get them out of here. Should we run? Is it safe? Is there anybody back the tunnel? I would recommend doing so. My compatriot and I point to Xavier currently punching a guy. <laughs> and I came in here unfollowed. If it will help you, I could give you an aura of protection as you exit the facility. Hmm. She looks at you and she says, No, Preacher, if you're staying behind to to take care of all this, you should you should use it for yourself. We'll be okay. It is appreciated. I still wish to assist you. Uh, I'm going to hand them um, my flashlight. Okay. Um, fr from my pack, and I'm going to go use this to illuminate your way. Do not stop until you reach town. Warn them of the dangers out here. Okay, we we will, but preacher, I I'm scared. Can I use empathy? That makes it sound like I'm <laughs> I'm using a spell called empathy. <laughs> But, 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 okay, so empathy is a spell that Io has, and it allows me to form an emotional bond with me and a target, and allows me to read their surface-level thoughts, so I can get an idea of what these people endured between the getting kidnapped and the getting rescued. Okay. But I do gotta pass a roll for it. <laughs> Got a 12 and a d12, Leah. I, I swear to God in heaven. A <laughs> uh, total of 21. Uh, so you know everything that happened since then. Um, I mean, plus she's not going to try to fight you on this. You see them on this forced march through the desert. No stops. Uh, basically being dragged when they couldn't walk anymore you see them being dragged down here into this tunnel and being bound and kneeling for hours what feels like days just waiting and whenever the others never her but when the others would cry out asking for mercy asking for respite they would just say he'll be here soon uh, final follow-up question just from these memories is there anything about these these cultists or in these memories where they identify themselves at all or is it all very hush hush you don't hear anything in the memories identifying them okay no. okay uh, I'm going to look at her in, in only the way that a loving pastor can and go our goal 
is to do the most good for the most people. That is the point for being here. I understand that you are afraid. I have also seen your bravery in the face of great struggle. I need you to do one more hard thing and lead these people to safety. If you can do this for me, I can ensure you this will be over. I have very talented friends. Continue to do the most good for these people. All right. Uh, roll me a persuasion. I get advantage on persuasion rolls as I use empathy. Well, not advantage. I get a, uh, I get a plus one and a plus two with a raise. I'm going to give you a plus two anyway, because this person is a member of your flock. Okay, cool. My persuasion's a four. With my, (laughs) well, with my empathy and the bonus you gave me, I rolled a four. (laughs) All right. She looks at you. She looks scared still, but she nods and she puts her arm around. There's a younger person there, um, kind of short hair. It's, it's one of those situations where you can't tell if this is a teenager or just a very young looking adult. Um, but the woman seems very protective of this person and she puts her arm around them and starts to walk forward and says to the other two, come on, we, we have to go. You heard the preacher. And they reluctantly start to follow her. You hear the click of the flashlight and they start heading up the tunnel. I, uh, I, I turn back around and I look into the fray. Okay. And I wish to signal somehow to Griffiths and Xavier that the hostages are safe. How are you going to signal to them? Um... <laughs> I am going to just do a quick little like not casting it, but another like little orb of light like, Iron Man style, if you will, in my palms, and raise both of them up to just show them both like all clear, you know. Okay. The two of you see that happening. Uh and I'll say you understand that Io is giving you a signal that the hostages are clear. At the same time, <laughs> It is the NPC's turn. Are you ready to rock? More importantly, are you ready to roll? Welcome to No Quest for the Wicked, an award-winning sci-fi actual play podcast using Paizo's space opera system, Starfinder. Stow away with us every other Wednesday as four best friends explore an entirely homebrew setting in a planet-hopping adventure that plunges the crew of the Maverick into a political and cosmic conspiracy that doesn't just put their lives at risk, but the system and even the whole universe. Join Merrick, the four-armed warrior in self-imposed exile as he breaks tradition and forges his own path with a passion hotter than the desert sun. Durin, a former assassin running from his dark past hoping to make a new life for himself. And Cody, an android with memory problems, an obsession with the 80s, and a desperate need to find the boy who made him. New episodes every Wednesday on NoQuestCast.com or your favorite podcasting app. Hello everyone and welcome to Five Gems in a Trench Coat. Excuse me? Yeah? What's that? You want to know what Five Gems in a Trench Coat is? Let's tell you. It's the adhesive that keeps the fragile pieces of my sanity together. 
Well, okay, Jesse, what it actually is, is a narrative-driven TTRPG actual play where five friends take turns weaving stories through the tabletop game of their choice. Of their choice? Each season? Each season. That's pretty cool. We I disagree. Are. Oh. I feel it's the adhesive. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you guys aren't all in a trench coat? No, we're definitely in a trench coat. How, <laughs> How does that work? Get her. Before I'm caught, you can check out Five Games in a Trench Coat just about anywhere you get your podcasts, or you can check out our website at fivegamesinatrenchcoat.com. Oh my god, they really are all in a trench coat. Let me at him. Come the here. Man, the man on the ground, uh, he rolls to his knees and doesn't stand up the whole way. And there's a lot of sound happening around you, but somehow his voice still booms out over all of it. And he screams to you, Io, and he says, You are inherently tied to this place. Your soul, your being is bound to this rock. But what if it didn't have to be? What if we could free you? And then he leans down and the only person who might be close enough to hear this, actually none of you are, you're not sure what he's doing. He looks like he's praying. That's what he looks to be doing right now. Meanwhile, we now have 10 NPCs with guns. Let me add him. 10. <laughs> 10. Come on. And uh, three of them are going to take shots at Griffiths. Griffiths, what is your toughness? Six. Well, uh, only two of them hit. Oh, thank God. Well, only. But that's th- only. That's, that's two out of three, dude. <laughs> that's one fifth, okay? <laughs> um, Griffiths, you are shaken. And you take one wound as you are shot. And one of these shots rips through your wing. And I need for you to make me an athletic skill check to stay in the air. It's a four on a six. All right. You stay up. But you do, this is one of those things where you watch Griffiths take this shot. She drops a couple feet and then she manages to like catch herself though and stays airborne. Um, Xavier, you have four shots coming at you. What is your toughness? It's a, it's a 10. Christ. <laughs> One. One hit <laughs> out of all of them. <laughs> Great news. My toughness is now a 12 and I'm berserk. Let's go! <laughs> Immediately after suffering a wound or a shaken result from physical damage only, your hero must make a smart roll or go berserk. They can voluntarily fail this check if you like. I, so, I am going to go ahead and voluntarily go berserk here. All right. What? So you get shot, and we'll say for you, it's just a graze. It kind of like grazes your shoulder. You have like the the smallest scratch. What happens? <laughs> so so on brand. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so the the minute he feels any like bullet hit him at all, like his eyes, like pupils are gone. 
just blood red rage and just claws her out kind of hunched over like an animal you know because he is one and he just growls at the bottom of his throat like I'm gonna destroy you (laughs) shit okay Uh, Io we have three people coming after you what is your toughness with my protection currently on it's a nine alright see what happens Rolled two ones, so, uh, but the other one is going to hit you. (laughs) You are only shaken. Apparently, I only rolled well on one hit to hit Griffiths. The rest of my hits are are trash. But it it did make us gasp, though. That was cool. It did. It did. Uh, so, Io, yes, uh, you hear the shots ringing out all around you, and you also, uh, are shaken up by this. Uh, okay, yeah, I can't do anything yet, it's no. not my turn, so never mind. Top of the round, though, it is Xavier's turn. <laughs> all of my attacks are now wild attacks. Sometimes a desperate character may want to throw caution to the wind and attack with everything they've got. A wild attack adds plus two to any fighting attacks and the resulting damage rolls for the turn, but then I will be vulnerable at the end of my next turn. Not this one. Okay. Wild attacks can be used with multiple attacks, such as from multi-actions or the frenzy or sweep edge, for example. So I'm just going to go ahead and wildly attack whomever is in my way. I would say you're being rushed right now. Take as many attacks as you'd like, uh, or are allowed to take, I should say. You'd want to (laughs) take all the attacks. (laughs) Unleash the beast. Unleash the beast. I'm I'm doing what I have been put on this earth to do. I'm going to kill. So first swing is at a plus two check. That is a six on a d6 for my wild dice. So that's eight total. Another six on a d6, so that's 20 total, if we're counting each plus two as... No, it's only mm-hmm. plus two once, right? Yeah, it's only plus two once. Okay. Fuck, I can't do math. <laughs> and a four, so six, six, four, two. That's a lot. A that's whole bunch. Hit. A whole awful yeah, lot. It's, eight, it's, it's 18. It's, so that's can, a lot. <laughs> listen, I do math for a living, I think. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that hits. And with all those raises and the amount of damage you're probably about to dole out, just describe how you kill this first person you swing at. <laughs> so he just kind of like leans back with like his entire body weight. And this is like a, like a 250, 260 pound man just rearing up into this guy's face. Like I would imagine like bones are shattering Mortal Kombat style. This guy is going down. That's a whole lot of lizard. That's a whole lot of lizard. <laughs> All right. Let's see the second swing. Okay. Uh, six, and that's n- on my D8, not on my D6. Okay. That is not going to hit. Okay. But I can still make one more? Four piece? You can still make- you can make one more. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> 
Please, yay! Like you, you're, you're playing a berserker. <laughs> Act like it. Can I bite this next guy? You absolutely can if you manage to hit them. I'm gonna, gonna grapple this motherfucker. <laughs> six and a d6. And a two. Uh, unfortunately, with the negatives from it being your third swing, that one is not going to hit. That's perfectly fine. So I just like try snapping at a guy just like as a reaction and just, you know, whoa. He would All just like, right. kinda, like go back. I don't want to fuck with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Io, you hear this voice calling out to you, saying these things that you're kind of you're trying to not pay attention to because you have a mission to save the lives of these people. At the same time, you see though, Griffiths take this shot. You see that Xavier is in the center of the room now, sort of being mobbed by these cultists. What are you doing? Xavier can handle himself. <laughs> I'm going to Griffiths. You're fucking right, I can. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Griffiths is currently flying, but you can make your way over there to try oh, to right. uh, take out the things that are attacking Griffiths. <laughs> With what? Um, <laughs> I'm actually going to. Would you say that uh, Griffiths is uh, at least eight feet in the air from me? How high do you think Griffiths would fly, Griffiths? <laughs> uh, I think, actually, Griffiths would fly probably as far as she could get. With the dust and everything she's stirring up. Oh, wait, I forgot. You need to make a spirit roll because you're shaken. Technically, Xavier was oh. supposed to do that as well. But I'm bad yeah, at life. Okay, spirit. You're good. Spirit roll, seven on a d12. All right, yeah, you're fine. Okay. Um, if Griffiths is within range, I would like to give her protection as well. What's the range? Boost. It's my smarts, so a d8 or eight, whatever you want to interpret we'll just that call it as. Eight. That's fine. Okay. So high? How high up did you say you are, Griffiths? Probably as high as, as she high could as get. Possible. I will say that Griffiths is not in range right now. Shit. Okay, so I just wandered into a big dust cloud. You did. Uh, okay, cultists. What, what, what do we got here, little buddy? <laughs> I ain't much for fighting. But you are much for being nice to people. Or causing overwhelming dread and horror. <laughs> I'm going to try and cast fear again. All right. On who in particular? Whichever cultist uh, shot at Griffiths. All right. How many targets can you have for fear? As many cultists within eight. <laughs> within eight. Around. Within you. eight. <laughs> you know what? I like the number eight. We'll say there are eight around you. Go ahead. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, oh, wait. I need to roll for them, right? I need to roll. I need to roll to see if it works okay, yeah, first. You, you if I, yeah. I got to see if I got to get a raise so that it yada, yada, yada. Your boy did get a raise. I rolled a 12 and a d12, so the fear roll is at negative 2. Oh, shit. Well, that is unfortunate for them. <laughs> yeah, anyone who fails is in a panicked state. Okay, so four of them fail, and they start to panic. And, yeah. uh... Roll me a notice roll. Okay. 7 on a d12. Okay. You see four of them 
take off running, but they don't go out the same way you came in. You see that there are these like thin offshooting hallways that branch out. And from where you're standing, you can see at least four of these, but you're imagining that there are a ton of these little channel-like um, areas that are shooting off from here and you have no idea where they're coming from or what could be coming through them later. But you have successfully scared four more of these people out of the room. I, I look up to Griffiths and I go, the cultists are fleeing, but they're not fleeing from where they came from, from where we came from. There are additional corridors. Okay. How many cultists are in the room? At this point, um, over two dozen. There's still a lot of people in this room. What happened? <laughs> I was like counting down from 10 and then she said over to us. I said there were 40 people in this room. There's mm -hmm. still a lot in ah, here. shit. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Guys, I'm starting to think fighting isn't the answer <laughs> that we're supposed to be doing. Griffiths is, Griffiths is gonna hear and just go, ah, damn it. And is gonna ask which way did they go and take off after them? Uh, I, I, I gesture in the direction of the corridor they all chose to go through. And I just, in, I, I, I indicate that way. And I go, I saw them flee in that direction. I do not know what is behind that corridor. Please exercise extreme caution. Griffiths, what you notice about that corridor is it is not wide enough for you to fly through there. You would have to land and run after them. Ooh. Yeah, she's gonna look at the preacher and go, get the lizard, we gotta go. And take off. I will get the lizard. Back the way you came in, or through the channel that these cultists Through are the channel. Okay. Griffiths lands, takes off after the fleeing cultists. It is the NPC's turn. The man is still kneeling on the ground in what looks to be prayer. And I would like for Io. Actually, you're all on the ground now. All three of you roll me notice oh, checks. Guys. Damn it. Okay, yep. Mm -hmm. uh, five on a 12. Okay. Five, uh, four total. Four. Nope, yep. Blew that around. Y'all don't notice anything. Uh, you just see the man is still praying. And meanwhile, uh, Xavier, you are getting mobbed. And this time, only two shots ring out in your direction. Go on, try and kill me. Won't work. <laughs> Unfortunately, the one person did not hit you. The other person rolled two raises to hit you. Oh. Uh, you are once again shaken and you do take one wound as you are hitting the calf. <laughs> Berserker is a little bit nutty in Deadlands. I recommend okay. building one. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> so, <laughs> with the enraged part of Berserk, um, of course I get the plus two toughness, but I also ignore one level of wound penalties. So, <laughs> so the first wound I take no, I didn't. <laughs> I am going to flavor this as you all watch Xavier get shot in the calf and not react to it at all. 
This is, uh, it is as if nothing has happened because he continues to rage. However, there are two more cultists that run towards Xavier and uh, they have nets and they are trying to subdue him. <laughs> and they fail miserably. Uh, <laughs> yes, they throw these nets towards you and just whiff. It's it's actually sad. Uh, two of these cultists are running over towards Io and are going to try to wrestle, wrestle Io to the ground. They are not trying to hurt you. They are trying to grapple you and stop you from running. Oh, fuck. That person does not make it. All right, so I need you to make me an athletics check. Not my strong suit. I rolled a two on a d4. All right. Boy. You watch two of these cultists run forward towards Io. They, the one gets a hold of him and starts wrestling him down. Io looks like he's going to overpower him, but the second one comes in, sweeps his legs, and Io goes down hard. And now there are two people kneeling on Io. Assistance. Griffiths. You watch all this happen. They weren't expecting you to fly down, so they weren't prepared for it. Only one person is taking a shot at you. And they miss horribly. Top of the round. It is Xavier's turn. Well, two can play at the kidnapping a leader game. <laughs> okay. I am gonna fucking bull rush this motherfucker in the middle of the room, who's been on his knees the whole time, try and grab him by his throat and kind of hoist him up fucking Lion King style. All right. Uh, run up to this person, and I would just like for you to roll, like, an unarmed strike thing that you would do. So, fighting? <laughs> fighting, yes. That's the words. Thank you for letting me do fighting, because I get <laughs> bonuses because berserker shit. Yay! <laughs> So since my strength goes up a die type, I just rolled a 10 on a d10. <laughs> All right. Let's roll it again. A fucking <laughs> a go. <laughs> 20 so far. 30 so far. <laughs> Is this just to hit the guy? Just yeah. to grab him. 39 total. I think you got him, All right. Uh, <laughs> you grab this man. You hoist him up by just his neck. Strong arming him. <laughs> And as you lift him up, you notice that there wasn't a ton of resistance. And when you turn him towards you and start to lift him up, his eyes are this like silver color. It reminds you of those worms that you've seen. And he's whispering something in a language that you've never heard before. And he doesn't stop whispering as you're lifting him up, though he does sound slightly strangled. I got a fun way to stop that whisper. You do? I sure do. I got a fist that's free. <laughs> Are you gonna punch I'm him? Gonna, I'm gonna punch him right in the fucking mouth. Okay, do it. Here we go. Uh, it's a nine. Yeah, you punch him in his mouth. Uh, roll a uh, roll damage. So it's, my strength was a d6, which is now a d10. Holy fuck, this guy's. The Monster. Uh, seven. Uh, yeah. All right. 
you punch him in the mouth and immediately there's like what you think at first is blood that comes running out of his mouth but it's not red it's like dark and thick and there's a smell coming off of it and one of his teeth just falls out I'm not surprised and through this like choked gurgly voice you hear him say you're too late (laughs) I would just kind of like show him off to the other cultists and just be like if you want your son of a bitch leader to live stand down roll me intimidation I'm good at those (laughs) I've learned from session one that is a five on a d6 god fucking damn it alright roll me a d6 how about a six alright you see a couple of the cultists drop the weapons they were picking up and start to back up a bit. The rest are still continuing on with what they were planning. Just kind of look this guy in the eye. You're coming with me. And I would try to start moving towards where Griffiths is going. But I know that's a lot of actions on one turn, so I'll leave that at your yeah. discretion if I do that now or next time. Okay. Well, you can't move right now, but you. Yeah. I understand your intent. Uh, Cheers. Io. Um, I, I, I'm currently, uh, grappled. You are? You are currently grappled, so you can use a spell to try to get ungrappled. You can try to physically, uh, get ungrappled. You, what, what would you like to do? The other guy had silver eyes like the worm. Can I use holy symbol? You can. Because that worked the last time I dealt with worms. <laughs> and I'm really low on power points here, but I rolled a 10 and a d12 for my holy symbol. Alright. The moment you do that, one of the men who is grappling you starts to scream. And he falls backwards and is getting away from you. And you see, like, his skin is almost blistering with whatever you've done. The other man seems unaffected. He looks scared because he's watching this happen to his friend. I'm going to have him roll in the fear table. But he's not affected in the same way by your holy symbol. You're assuming he's not infected and yet he is working with these people. But he rolled a one. Um, So let's see what happens to him. No. He is panicked and he starts to run. Okay, so I'm 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 holding up the 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 to this point unexplained uh police badge that I have that glows three different colors and I use holy symbol in front of this guy. He's screaming. One other guy just jetted down. I'm assuming the same corridor. And I'm going to use this opportunity to call out to Xavier who I can see uh, I, I believe we said making a guy eat his teeth, yes. mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I'm going to, to call out to Xavier. They are fleeing down a corridor. 
This fight is a distraction. We have to follow them. Fine, but he's coming with us. This is acceptable. He seems to know something. Perhaps do not kill him. Yet. Griffiths, you took off. You're going to catch up to them in the hallway. Are you following them? Are you intercepting them? What are you doing? I'm just going to follow them. Okay. So the first four that fled down the hallway, you are following. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you hear, you will hear the footsteps of the other person running behind you, but you could assume it is your friends or it's more cultists. Not really sure. Would you stop to see who it was? There ain't no way he got that lizard to move that fast. <laughs> you hear somebody running up the hall behind you. I'm a draw on fire. All right. So, the person turns around the corner. You are ready for them. You're just shooting. Take a shot. Yeah. It's a four. You miss. And you, you see this person, you fire, it's dark, you miss. You expect this person to intercept you, you get ready to like fight them unarmed and they just push past you, kind of like bumping you against the wall and keep running. We're just gonna go then. Okay. You keep moving. And roll me a notice check, Griffiths. Six ninety six, six eleven, thirteen. All right, Griffiths. Now that you are out of that large cavernous room where shots are firing, people are screaming. There's all kinds of noise. It's quieter in this hallway, and you've stopped moving for a second here, catching your breath as you're watching this cultist run past, and you feel the ground is shaking slightly and it's in that moment where you get that adrenaline rush where like your blood starts to pump faster and it's like all your senses become slightly heightened you can hear everything it feels like and you hear this sound coming from beneath you that sounds like a train can't be right that doesn't make sense are you gonna keep moving uh yeah i'm gonna keep moving i'm just see if i can find a way down all right the npcs xavier you are still getting mobbed <laughs> too bad for them only one manages to hit you doesn't do enough damage to go over your toughness so again they just keep shaking you. You get punched in the ribs and you take it and that just empowers your next swing, it feels like at this point. <laughs> um, Io. This, this man scares the shit out of me. Me too, man. And I'm playing him. <laughs> How do you think I feel? On the bright side, all this nonsense you've been doing to scare the shit out of these cultists is making them not want to run up to you anymore. But two of them are going to take shots at you. And you take a wound. 
Io, you are shaken and you take uh, a wound. Damn. Okay. Okay. The wound is taken. Uh, how do I get wounded? <laughs> I will say, because I enjoy this very much, is you have your holy uh, symbol up like this, and they shoot you, and it hits you like right in the back of the hand. Just. Oh man. Oh. And. Like... But. I want to say that your pain receptors are not the same as other people, so you don't even drop your holy symbol. You're so empowered. But for that moment, you're like, what the heck? And you're bleeding. Again. Odd. This is odd. I'm not... I don't have this. This is what is happening to me. I don't feel this, but this is happening. Xavier, we have to run. Don't gonna tell me twice. Get your ass over here. <laughs> and yet I have. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like for you both to roll me notice checks. Fucking hell! That's a one. That's a one. Uh, six total. But that's after a plus two. All right. Io, you don't notice anything. You're confused by what is happening with your hand. I'm looking at my bleeding hand. Yeah, you're looking at your bleeding I'm hand. I'm a robot. Yeah. Hey, that's new. <laughs> Xavier, you are starting, not not overwhelmed, that is not the word, but you are starting to like frantically look around at the people who are mobbing you, at Io clearly looking at the hand, Griffiths is run away, and you start to feel the ground shake as well. At this point, I don't think he knows if that's just the adrenaline getting to him, if his legs are starting to give out, or if that's the actual ground. Yeah, He's... you you glance down at the ground trying to get your bearings, and you hear that maniacal laughter from the man still clutched in your fists. <laughs> it comes. He's holding him like a cup. <laughs> <laughs> and he's saying, it comes. Soon. Get what? You'll see. Xavier, it's your turn. Sling motherfucker over shoulder. Go. <laughs> All right. The two-step plan. Running. All right. Io, you're also running? Yeah, I'm following for sure. All right. You take off running. And, uh... <laughs> As I'm running behind Xavier, I'm like, very quickly, quick question. What do you do when you're bleeding? Yep. <laughs> I just show him my hand. <laughs> All right, yep. <laughs> oh. Not the time, Breacher, not the time. This is a new experience for me. I will cover it. <laughs> so, the two of you take off, running towards this exit where you saw Griffiths run. And you hear behind you shots ringing out. The cultists are screaming at each other again in this strange language that you don't understand. You're assuming they're coordinating to follow after you. But you're basically funneling them down a narrow hallway. So this is a positive to you. In a, in a match where you are widely outnumbered. You get to the entrance of the hallway and behind you, you hear this rumbling get louder and the ground starts to shake more and more. And you hear a sound almost like something breaking the surface of water. Are you turning around to look to see what is happening or are you continuing down the hallway? The correct answer is I have some dynamite. <laughs> you do. 
So first of all, I'm behind you. <laughs> first of all, I'm gonna pause, let you get in front of me. Um, how wide across is this tunnel? I mean, it's not very wide at all. If it's five feet, you're lucky. That's enough for three sticks of dynamite. I got six total, so I'm definitely glad it wasted half my stash just to get these guys to explode behind me. So, placing three sticks of dynamite down, lighting them up, and me and Icarus were gonna go. Okay. Is there... So you're going to take the dynamite, three sticks of dynamite, you're throwing them and just <laughs> running? Yeah, throwing them behind us at the cultists. <laughs> As the cultists are scrambling to uh, to follow you, you slap this man down on the ground, open your bag, <laughs> get your dynamite, you're lighting it. This is taking a moment. Io, some of the cultists are getting closer. While Xavier is setting all this up, how are you keeping them back? I'm gonna cast light. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna blind them with light so they can't see where they're going. And I'm hoping to stop them in their tracks. Okay. Uh, roll me an intimidation check. I want you to play this up to try to scare them. Okay. <laughs> Don't have intimidation. But I did roll a four and a d4. Let's just keep the party going. Seven total. All right. So, Io, you throw your hand out. You cast light. These cultists have seen you scare the hell out of people, melt one of their friends with your holy symbol. They're not sure what the hell you're going to do. And... All but one of them immediately stops in their tracks and starts to back up because they're scared that you're about to incinerate them. But one of them keeps running forward and he is going to take a swing at you. Fuck. <laughs> that is gonna hit. Double fuck. But not enough to give you another wound. Okay, I, I just, he punches a metal <laughs> yes, head. Yes, <laughs> he, he punches you in your metal face, uh, which sort of like turns your head very awkwardly, but you immediately snap back, which is also off-putting to him. Very RoboCop, very RoboCop. right now. <laughs> yes. Xavier, this buys you the time you need. And a boy preacher. All right. You light the dynamite. I tell the cultists goodbye and run the other direction. <laughs> you take off running. How long ten. do you think it takes? Oh, ten, nine, eight, seven. How far? Uh, how long is this fuse? Well, me... I can throw it 16 feet. <laughs> I don't know if that tells you anything. You take off running down this tunnel. Uh, are you letting Io go first? Or are you... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's letting me pass. All right. Because I know he will not be able to survive an explosion of this caliber. <laughs> not many can. I might. <laughs> so, you start running. And you're running fast because you don't know how long it's going to take for that fuse to go up. And, uh, Griffiths, you're pretty far ahead at this point. You've been running for a ways. Um, and all of a sudden, you hear this, like, thing that sounds like thunder off in the distance 
And then the rumbling is louder and you're like, oh, is that the weird thing? But it's not beneath you anymore. It's behind you. And you can hear the roof starting to cave in. 